All right, looks like we're getting ready to go live. And we are up, we are ready, and we are live on Santa Cruz Waves. Welcome everybody to the show. 393 tonight. 393rd Off the Lip Radio Show, live from the Santa Cruz Boardroom. Uh, tonight is a big show because it's our first guest. He was our ever. first guest, yeah. Our first guest. Yeah. Ever. Did we pay him? We didn't give him a check for he that. He got big we? bucks that night, I heard, yeah. Um, but you know what? He wasn't the first person. We asked a whole bunch of people before, though. He was the only sucker we hey, got to come you. down. <laughs> <laughs> we, asked all the, we asked all these other guys, no. And yeah. let's just start with the pants, TC. Yeah, because you. I mean, Bob, we always have a fun because Bob's been on the show like I don't know half a dozen times, and he always he's always got the yellow pants mm -hmm. or the red. Yep, yep. One yep. or the other. We had like a rust color pair one night. I remember. Oh, we, we did. Yeah, yeah. But, we, we were all off. Uh, that, the, yeah. The last time he showed up in blue jeans or something, we're like boring. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do. I'm sure. So today, I mean, TC and I go. I'm, which one do you want to go? He went red. No, I went, went. I went yellow. Oh, you did, yeah, and I went red. We had a bet today, Bob. What color pants you were going to wear? Everybody yeah. on the, uh, who's watching and listening. I bet Bob was going to show up in yellow pants. And I went red. And you went red. And then I said, then you went, I'm changing my mind going to red. I go, you just saw him, didn't you? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what I did? I texted Neil and I said, Neil, I'm changing, I'm changing the bet. And I'm I go, going with red pants. And I go, you saw him on the street. No, what I said, I said, like, I saw a stop sign. <laughs> yeah. Really, my wife and I were at Macy's and I bought red pants. I love those. Yeah, and I so, love those. <laughs> so those are great. Bob, first off, I wear pants when? Never. Never. I, I, only, own, this, I only own one other pair of pants and I had to wear buy those for my daughter's wedding i wear shorts every day so i'm wearing pants in honor of bob pearson tonight well Our i got guest. the shorts on now so and now you got well he did show up in purple shorts and you, maybe i'll yeah. see those no on the it's show. always colorful yeah always colorful red and shirt purple and pants he brings in the, these beautiful boards that are also colorful yeah that's pretty colorful isn't it yeah that is a very colorful board well, so, so bob anyways, you yeah, got welcome back bob. yeah welcome back bob Thank so you. bob in the microphone you can pretty much got to yell because of the mask the situation so Great. And you got it. You know what's funny about Bob is you've been wearing a mask longer than anybody. It's normal. It's, yeah. like, it's yeah. normal. Wear this all the time. Do you ever leave the factory and realize you still have your mask on? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did it today. <laughs> I got halfway home. I'm going, I still got my mask <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I wear this and then I got the big old. The double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which so. is important. You've always worn yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's. Well, geez, you know, a factory like that, you got to wear masks. Right. You have to. Yeah. Um, earlier you were saying that you had a customer today who uh, came in saying I'm not gonna or I didn't want to wear his mask properly or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he came, he didn't have a mask on. I, you know, with respect, I asked him to put a mask on, and uh, he kind of laughed and looked at me, and I said I'm serious, and he goes Nah, I don't want to put a mask on. And I said Well, you, you got to put a mask on. You so it just he gave me a little attitude, and so I gave him a little bigger attitude, and it worked <laughs> out. So <laughs> he put a mask on, he ordered a board, it's all good. But yeah. in all places, a surfboard factory, you know, like yeah. where a mask yeah. is like required yeah. already. Oh, yeah, amazing. It's um, dusty enough. I want to talk about first off this beautiful board, and I, I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the camera. I was gonna I'll, do that. I was gonna do okay, that. you go do that. Grab the camera because uh, this board's a, a, amazing to me, and this is um, one of Jamie Mitchell's boards, yeah. How big is this board? This is a 10-2. A 10-2. Gun. And, for big waves. And uh, I've, I've no I noticed this board. We talk every time you come on the show, we always love to know what's going on with surfboard design, specifically big wave boards, because you yeah. are the forefront of design. This board has a lot of curve to it. It's you uh, curve in the template? Yes. Parallel doesn't turn. You won't put a curve in a template. 
Also, it's got a lot of curve in the tail, a lot of tail kick. Mm -hmm. That turns, you know, when you're going really fast and drop into these things, you want to slice into these waves as you take off. You don't want to just drop in straight. You want to angle it and slice in, and curve helps you do that. Plus, it's a little wider tail, so it carries speed through the flats if there's any flats right. at all. And the big waves, and like a Maverick, sometimes there is. Flat spot between second bowl. Yeah, and you know, you drop mm -hmm. in, you get a lot of speed, and you're way at the bottom of the wave. You want to maintain that speed. Real hard edge in the tail, everything. But uh, as far as curving the nose, it's a, a little fuller nose for paddle power with mm -hmm. a displacement hole up there for paddle power for smooth entry. Really soft rail so it doesn't catch real hard in the tail so it planes good. Yeah. Water releases off of a right angle way better. Oh, so yeah, it's you can see faster, it's a really sharp edge to the tail. But it's got a really low entry, so it's relatively flat. Mm -hmm. And that helps you get in. Plus, you know, in big waves, when you're dropping in, if your nose is kicked up like that and you're dropping in, a lot of air gets underneath it. You know, and like getting your car go 20 miles, 25 miles an hour, stick your hand out. Yeah. Stick this nose out see what happens. So right. when you're dropping in, you're getting forced back up. You want to break that. So aerodynamic, you know, you lower the entry. You're utilizing the length of your board better. And uh, you get in earlier, mm -hmm. easier. Big wave rider is all about getting in early. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's fun if you can get in early. When you're late and you're falling out of the sky, and that's no fun. You no. Know, so. Yeah. Wait, what, you, is this all the information you've gathered over the years from a lot of people, or is this? Have you ever done any serious testing before? And all the above. All <laughs> okay. All the above. Yeah, it's for years and years and years. You know, I remember. You know, I, got, I started shaping in the mid '60s, early '60s, and after about five, ten years, I thought I knew what I was doing. Right. Right. After another ten years, I go, okay, now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> after another ten years, yeah. I went, geez, I, I, I think I'm good now, but. I've learned that, you know, I got a long way to go and I'm still learning. And so, I mean, I'm still learning, working with these, these hell men going and riding these big waves and doing all kinds of things. And uh, I make a big variety of boards, you know, small boards, short boards, big boards, eggs, hybrids, kite boards, paddle boards, 19 foot paddle boards, made Jamie a uh, 19 foot paddle board to do the islands. He won Molokai, hmm. you know, 10 years in a row. So it made him a, a giant board and you learn how to make a fast board. You learn how to make a board turn. You learn. You learn. Every right. board teaches right. you something. And you but get all these team riders giving you all this feedback. You, you know, you, you learn what to do. It seems like these guys are. I mean, not only is this important equipment, it's also like, in some situations, life or death. You know, when it comes to this type of stuff, these guys must really put a lot of thought into their equipment. Is Jamie? So let's just talk about Jamie. How often do you and Jamie talk design? We talk all the time. I make him a lot of boards. He's an incredible athlete. He's an incredible surfer, incredible paddler, and he's tried everything. And so his his knowledge is amazing. His experience is amazing. And we get together so with with my experience, and we so we discuss design, discuss what the way is for, what he's doing. All right, this is for Jaws. This is for Jaws at this size. This is for Jaws at this size. This is for Nazare, for uh, you know, 60, 70 foot. This is for Puerto with his round hollow condition at this and okay w relative to the last board how'd that last board do this it did this good did this good this good i'd like to do this a little better so every board you'll tweak just a little and for these guys you tweak the tail an eighth inch there's a cause effect a big cause effect the eighth inch here a sixteenth inch here all this is a cause effect you know, so. so this is all information you guys are sh he's learning from you and you're learning from him so oh, it's yeah, we sit together and talk 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 everybody's talk, in the pool yeah yeah yeah, yeah and i, I I've surfed with him. I've, I'm in a boat with Jamie, and he's out there with all the other guys, you know, and Flea and Skin Dog and, you know, and I, Barney I, and, and uh, 
You know, all the boys, Zach Wormhout. I know you mentioned all these names, right? But I, I recalled, I recalled myself and, and you helped another friend of mine. It was a young man came out yesterday surfing and uh, he said he got a board from you and he was shocked. He was just a, just a regular surfer and you took an hour with him. You took an hour with him, asked him what, what boards he rode, what, where, where he rides them, how he rides them. It's so not just people that have big names, but it's just a, just a regular Joe guy you spend an hour with the guy and that makes it that that is everything for him I, uh, and now he's when he gets that board you know gajillion years later <laughs> right he's he's beyond stoked because you Three took weeks. you took that time you took that time to ask him questions you didn't just slap something together i think you i think you asked him what he what he rode and he said it's a, he had a 10-foot board and i think you, you, you said to him how do you know <laughs> of course how do you know it's 10 question. feet and you go i I don't know because it says so on the back of the board. Because yeah, have you have you measured it? You know, an inch makes a difference. Two inches. This guy brings in a board and he wants me to make him a better board. How do you make him a better board? You know exactly what he's riding. He asks. So you learn about that board. You see what it's all about. And then you ask him who he is and what's the main thing he wants this new board to do better. What's the second thing? What's the third thing? Right. And then you you know you ask him where he surfs. And I search this, and what's your ability? And you just get into it. You ask him all the questions. Right. Once I learn who he is and what he wants, what he's writing, how he rates it, what he thinks of it, I got a good idea. I right. can give him an intelligent answer. And usually I'm very successful. And makes him happy, too, because it, it becomes an easy board for him to ride. Yeah, I'm passionate about it. I like sitting yeah. down doing it. It's a, it's a challenge. And I, I love surfing. I love making boards, the art and everything. I love working with people. So. It's so I'm such a doing lost it. art almost now. You know, it used to be <laughs> growing up, yeah. you, everyone had a relationship with a shaper, and you were exactly what you're talking about. You develop what yeah. your designs, and you work together. Nowadays, it's such off the shelf. Is, do you feel like we're losing that in surfboard design? You know, it's always been off the shelf, and you know, and, and different models, and this and this and that. But uh, uh, it's uh, it's difficult to find a shaper that that will talk with you that knows what he's doing and and trying trying to get you on the right board so like what neil's saying is it could be jamie mitchell it could be a guy's first custom board to you they're all they're all exciting still oh, absolutely absolutely yeah that's yeah, cool yeah. you know the thing that fires me up is the most passionate guy right i mean like, like we're talking guy kawasaki right he gets in there he's giggling he's right he's shaking Frothing. he's, he's yeah. loving this stuff you know right. and and uh i'm fired up on that you know it's contagious that mood is contagious right. Next thing you know i'm design a board for this guy and he's all excited and i'm getting excited right so it's all good yeah. right you know and I, I go home i go ah, it was a good day yeah that's really there awesome. it is you know that's really amazing so uh interestingly is that you brought a couple boards today you brought jamie mitchell's board and behind us you have a replica of a jay mavericks board they are so different but <laughs> designed at different times for the same thing yes each individual rides uh, different boards today th that board is a J board and um, you know, Jay hasn't been with us for a few years now. And uh, back then, they're riding certain. Most guys are riding certain designs, and they were narrower, they were heavier, they're less tail kick and more tail kick, the nose kick, and and and. And uh, this is this is more popular right now. But this design here, there's some guys in the world. This is a better design for who they are, what they want to do, and the way they want to surf. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And. Uh, uh, you know, everybody, I, I got a lot of guys riding these boards, and every board is a little different. Some guys are on four fins, some on 
like I'm making an incredible amount of twin fins now for big wave boards. I just made Kai Linney a bunch of boards. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. and one of the one things he really wanted to try was one of my twins. So huh. yeah, so he's he's it's and and uh, his boards are a little bit different. The weight that he likes, you know, he, you know, he's dealing with a certain weight, certain thing like this. So I sat down with Kai and we talked ab about that whole thing and and Jamie and you know when. Uh, Jay was around, we sat down, did the same thing. You know, we got a chalkboard out, we got design, we drew stuff, we did this, and we're getting excited, and good day, you know? Is Kai Lenny um, a, a, a numbers guy like Jamie Mitchell is? Uh, yeah. He's oh, the, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in tune. He's sharp. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I, those the high-tech guys, yeah. the, the guys who know and want, I'm way into working with those guys, you know, fine-tuning it. And informing them of, you know, I love sitting down with them after. All right, what's the feedback on that? Yeah. Uh, this board is insane. The amount of drive on this was just nuts. This board here, da, 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 you know, and, and then, okay, now let's do another board. Or, you know, rate it on a 1 to 10. I go, well, he goes, it's, it's, it's magic. Okay, wait, rate it on a 1 to 10. <laughs> oh, it's a 9.8. I go, okay, let's get a 10, you know. So how, do you, how, do you, how do you tell people what materials they should have on their board? It all depends on who they are. Okay. You know, like uh, – some guys have in their mind what epoxy is and what it isn't. And, and most guys don't really understand the advantage or disadvantages of it and what it is. Most guys think epoxy boards don't have glass on them. I hear this all the time. And uh, epoxy boards have more glass on them. But um, depending upon what weight is an advantage and a disadvantage. You add weight, there's advantages and disadvantages. You take it off, there's advantages and disadvantages. Right. I mean, if it's blown out, bumpy, stormy, ridiculous, you shouldn't go out. A heavier board is actually advantageous because the light board starts balancing too right. much. A lighter board, it carries easier, flows right. better, paddles better, catches waves sooner, accelerates better, changes direction better because of inertia. Light. And this is not an opinion. This is fact. This is physics. This is physics. Physics. Right. right. That physics. So how do you apply that physics to that wave? Right. That day. It's clean, glassy, 10 foot. It's bumpy, stormy, 25 foot. It's, you know, it's Puerto Escondido, it's Nazare, it's Jaws, it's this. Right. Dialing it in, you're going to dial each place in. Oh, who you are? Well, you, this guy wants a lot of control. This guy's 250 pounds. This guy's 140 pounds. This guy really likes fast, loose boards. This guy likes control. Right. Hmm. You know, and so you, it, it's all, there's, over, there's a couple hundred questions for each guy. Okay, then this, you know. Did you just have a birthday, didn't you, Bob? What? You, you, what? You heard what? me. You just had Big a birthday. birthday. How old? How? What's the? What was the? It was seven. Now I was. I was at your seventieth. So that must, that must have been four years ago. Yes. Right. My seventh was four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. No man, it was like fifteen years ago. It now. was. <laughs> no, it Come was. on now. I'm seventy-two. 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 Well, the other day. Birthday. So who? Yeah. Who are you? Who are you getting all this information that you have in your head? Is there someone that you're working with that you're passing all this information onto? Or is it just going to be? You mean surfboard design? Yeah, whatever you. All that information you have in your head is this. Is there a young and up and coming guy working in your shop that's oh, like Brett Pearson? Okay. He's he's. I've shaped all over the world. I've lived in Australia for a few years. Lived in Hawaii. I've shaped all over the world. Tra you know, just traveled all over. With a lot of so-called master shapers, you know, really good guys. And and Brett, no one touches Brett. Brett is just mind blowing. He's such an artist. Mind blowing. I cannot believe how damn good he is. And it just, I go into his room, it seems like once every three weeks and just go, what, what? This mm. just, his accuracy as far as design. 
his symmetry, his understanding. You know, it's just I, I sat down this board and went, damn, this is just flawless. And it's hard to get a board flawless. You know, you got to spend the time. You got to have the eye. You got to care. Right. You got to care more than anything, you know? Take the time. Yeah. So Brett, that's my brother's kid. He's, he's phenomenal. Hmm. And how old's Brett? Oh, God. Uh, 27. Huh. 28. A youngster of sorts in the shaping world. Yeah. He's the next yeah. person we're going to have on the show, TC. Yeah, we can get, we're, get, we're about done with this one. Well, you've mentored shapers <laughs> over the years. and we, we, you know, uh, I've, so I've taught so many guys how to shape. Yeah. yeah no, you have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You've you put a them. lot of food on table for people yeah. based on your yeah. knowledge and sharing of that knowledge, yeah. um, which is fantastic. I, 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 as far as to get back on that uh, poxy polyester thing, for Santa Cruz, Specifically speaking, what would you recommend for somebody looking into getting a custom board? Not not Mavericks. Uh, all right. Just for, you know, for me to give an answer, that I have to ask: a, Is this guy a good surfer? Yeah. How often does he surf? Uh, three four days a week. Where does he surf? Pleasure Point, yeah, the land, all point. over. Yeah, Pleasure Point. Is good surfer. Yeah. Does he want high performance boards? He wants to throw a little tail once in a okay, while. Okay, are we talking about <laughs> shortboard, longboard, egg hybrid gun? What do we uh, do? He usually rides a six two. Sort shortboard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me give physics here. Let me say this again. Which board carries better, light or heavy? Lighter. Light. Which one floats better, higher out of the water? Lighter. 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 So a heavy board displaces more water, so it doesn't paddle as good. Which catches the waves earlier? Lighter. Lighter board. Which accelerates better? Lighter, Lighter board. board. Which uh, changes direction better because Light. of inertia? Lighter board. Epoxy. So I this guy's a really good surfer? Mm -hmm. Pretty good, yeah. Well, if he's a really good surfer, he probably wants performance. Mm-hmm. No, no brainer. No. Yeah. Now, e epoxy boards, one assumes that it's uh, expanded polystyrene, styrofoam. Correct. There's different densities of that. There's two pound, three pound, 1.5 pound, one pound. Square the foot the measurement? Dens that is? Density. Mm -hmm. and the normal is one five. I'm riding nothing but one. And big guys pick up my boards and just, what the hell is light? I love light. Right. I love the acceleration. I love the unweight, the performance of that. I don't like to go out when it's stormed out, bumpy. Right. It's not who I am. Mm -hmm. But but uh, polyester. So there's different densities of that. You can go lighter, 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 lighter till you get into the super ultra, ultra, ultra light, which is pretty weak foam. Mm -hmm. But then the, the, the other foam is pretty weak also. Right. And so you can get light boards out of uh, polyester, polyurethane. Your, your friend you can glass them like put one layer here one layer one layer four ounce one layer four ounce. now this board is light fragile but it's, it's fragile you throw it away but then again if this guy's the pro right you know it, yeah, then that's that's then then you go that way uh, the boards flex a little different advantages disadvantage to more flex to less flex all depends on who the guy is what he's trying to do if he's trying to get really tight turn if a board flexes put more tail kick in more tail kick turns tighter quicker easier Right. So then the, the flex is good. You're trying to get a linear directional drive. That flex is bad. If this guy doesn't drive, he's a tight surfer, da, 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 then he, he should get this, get this, or whatever. Then this goes full circle to your meeting you have in a shaping room, pretty much. Oh, yeah. With the same yeah. information, if I was looking for a 6'2 to surf pleasure point, and I'm a pretty good surfer, and we had this talk, I'd be like, yeah. I want epoxy. You know, guys come in, they go, okay, I'm 100, 150 pounds. What size board should I ride? How in the hell would I know? Yeah. Right. How in the hell would I know? I've got I got 140 pounders riding 10 footer and ripping the hell out of it nose riding. Right. I got 230 pound guy riding a, like a six six and rips the hell out of it. 
but he doesn't go out until he gets six, eight foot. And when he takes off, he doesn't mind taking off late, pulls in the barrel and sits in the barrel. He doesn't want his board to come out. So that board's perfect for him. Style and what you want right. is all key. Then you get the guys, it's nothing about a, it's a aesthetics. Aesthetics. You know, function's not the important thing. I got to carry this thing that looks cool and walk around. This is, <laughs> I'm yeah. riding a Wada Wada. So, right. you know, and that's key. These guys, you got to give them what they want, regardless of the weight, ability, or whatever. Yeah. And you hear, oh, hey, this guy's keen on this aesthetic issue. His function's not important here. Then you make him that board. Right. And he calls you back. I love it. And success. Good. It's Have not a, a negative thing. It's a positive thing. Did, did the, like this, for example, Brett that you have working for you, was what at what point did you kind of let him go? You know that his boards were going to be good when they leave your when they leave the Arrow Surf Shop, they don't need to be looked at by you. They oh, they're yeah. good. How long's uh, that? He's phenomenal. I would say two years. He was. And oh, part no. part two yeah. of that question, all the boards that you have, there's so many. You go in that shop, there's boards everywhere. Do you have a hand on every single one of them? If Brett shapes it for one of his customers, something like that, no, I don't touch but it. You, but, but, okay, but, but you, a board shaped by Bob Pearson, it gets touched, it gets oh, shaped you, by you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I work a lot every day. Every day is Monday for Bob Pearson? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's you all know, good. I want to talk about, uh, we're going through the coronavirus right now. I know owning a skateboard shop has been amazing for skateboards and uh, people participating. How's business been during the pandemic for you? Difficult, very good. The business is just, uh, I've been getting more popular every year, every year, every year, and I've been doing a lot of years, so I've, I've gained quite a bit of customers, and I'm getting orders from all over the world, it's coming in, and today I got about 18 orders. Wow. Yesterday it was like 14, uh, the day before that 12. I can't keep up. Well, that's, a, there's, yeah, and so, how long is it? So it's getting a little farther back. Board, right. Add up the hours, you know? Oh, yeah. You're every day is Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, see, I got a CNC machine, too. Right. right. Yeah. But and, still, you uh, got gotta to finish them. You know, yeah, you do. And my CNC, it's it's one of the best machines out there, and it makes more paths than anything, but it leaves some scallops. You got to clean those scallops up. And there's just a little human error of the CNC because it is not flawless. And mm -hmm. you, you remeasure, you caliper it, you get it all right. You know, the human error. Right. Of the human the touch. You know, who, the, the machine is accurate as heck. But who's setting it up? It's a human being. Right. And then uh, I have an amazing hold-down system, so my board is held secure, so it doesn't move around, so it, so it makes it, mm -hmm. it kills the shape. But uh, it, I, I, uh, I put uh, probably 15 minutes easy into every CNC shape. Easy. Wow. Yeah. Easy. And that's hauling ass, I'm sure, too. That's really hauling yeah, ass. And that's not what I'm production. doing. And my, my tool is right here. I don't have to walk over to get my tool. I don't have to look for my pencil. I know where this block is, and I'm on it. I know where this tool is, and I'm on the screen, and I'm not talking to anybody, and I'm nailing it out. Yeah. Has there been issues with supplies? Are you getting your blanks? Supplies are, are difficult. Yeah. Everything's difficult. Bank of America's closed for two weeks. I couldn't make a deposit. I, I, you I know, left I, Bank of America today. Bank of America on Mission was closed. On River Street was closed. The, I went there, they said they're open. I came over. They weren't. They said they'd be open the next day. They weren't. They said they'd be open Monday. I went. They weren't. Mm -hmm. I had to go to Watsonville. I went to Watsonville and they were closed. And that was, <laughs> that was the day I decided. And, I, and they said it was, they told me it was open. Yeah. That was the day I said, forget it. I'm gone. I went to Co America, transferred all of my accounts to Co America today. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. They didn't have a note on the door, as you know, right? Well, it's got to change the Bank of America. The, the internet said they were open. Right. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty difficult to change that, isn't it, for a manager, Bank of America mm -hmm. manager, go, hey, oh, there, there. yeah. yeah. They, did, they didn't even have a note on the door at the 41st Avenue branch. That's weak. I went to weeks. 41st, there's a big line. Yeah. I got in line. Weren't moving, I walked, not looked in the window, no one's in there. I go, hey, no one's in there. And everyone goes, really? <laughs> yeah, locked up. It's insane. Oh, boy. Um, so the, the materials have been tough. Yeah, materials are tough. It's just, uh, you know, labor is tough. You know, mm -hmm. the government shuts you down. The government shuts you down. The government shuts down. Uh, the, the blank people call me and go, hey, uh, we're not sure if we're going to be shut down or not. No, we're not being shut down. We're okay. They shut us down. I was in there working, but they, you know, it wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to be. You know, my my business isn't essential. I, I could argue that point, you know, sanity, you know. So right. anyway, um, materials are difficult. It's difficult to, to run now. Getting people to work is difficult. I had a few guys who... Their lifestyle, I didn't want them to, to be around just because of their lifestyle. I go, hey, man, that's just, you know, you, you're not sheltering in place enough, mm -hmm. you know, and then and the people in there, we all got together and said, hey, you know, if we're going to come to work, we want to be safe in here. So right. those guys who are safe wore the masks could stay. Right. And, you know, that made it difficult. Yeah. You know, and the whole thing, it, wow. it's very difficult right now. It's kind of like when Clark phone went out and all of a sudden you could get blanks. You know, right. it, it, it was a nightmare. We well, got through it. We'll get through this. Yeah. And you also um, helped your mom. Yeah. Mom's 96. Mom? 96. She's 96. She was having problems the same whole time. And and so I moved her into my house. Well, you got to be extra careful. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all good, though. I love her. And it's it's fantastic to have my mom in the same house. I got a nice big home. So we're in there, rolling around. It's awesome. She's uh, cool. She's okay with you? And oh, she, you yeah, she's good. Great. She's doing yard work, and she's doing this, <laughs> and this, that. Problem is, she just fell yesterday. Oh. Thought she broke her foot, went to the emergency. She's all good. Just a sprain. Oh, good, okay. good, 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 yeah. good, good. Good. But it was a close one. Well, it's a good reason to be extra safe. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. Um, and I agree. I, I had one of my employees go to Hawaii. When he came back, I go, go get tested. You can't come back to work until you get tested. Good for you. It's yeah. wise. It's smart. You know, and we gotta got to take tested. care of it each was, other. Well, you it know? was negative. And yeah. it's, 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 I, I want to make sure, you know, what's interesting is I don't know if you can relate this because the county, I'm in the county here. No one has told me like what I should be doing here with my business. We had John Leopold on the show. He's like, well, that's on this website at coc.gov at org dot this, that. I'm like, well, I don't know what the hell to do here. I'm just trying to fly by night. We have a, we we only, yeah. we only let a few people in. Yeah. We got protection. This is set up smart. You but know, you're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of other people. Yeah, make that's people good. It's has make anyone come to the Pearson Arrow Surfboard Factory and said, "Here's what we, how you guys should run." Oh your no, yeah. no, not at all. No, no, I, I wouldn't expect that. No, well, they are a piece of paper. Here's some su some suggestions. I because I would have loved if somebody came by here and said, "Here's some suggestions on how you can keep your staff." They don't have the staff safe. to do that. Yeah, it's, but it, nothing's happened along those lines. Well, I, I'm I'm working hard to keep everybody healthy. You know, I have a uh, Clorox in there. I have alcohol in there just for for you know scrubbing down and uh, right. and and we hit the doorknobs on a regular basis with. Uh, you know, something to kill the bugs. You and know, of course we walk around. a mess, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing good. We're Do really trying hard. People to, to people are coming and going, though. Customers. Yeah, but I have a sign out in front. Front says. The door is open, but right. it says closed. Right. And that, that stops them. You yeah. know, if it said open, wait you, a minute. It says, it says closed. And right. You know, you get your signage mm -hmm. here. And they come in there. They talk. They call us whatever is okay. Then we say, oh, I, I have my, a lot of my shame points outside. I have nice chairs out there sitting in the sun, taking orders, talking to people. Big old table there. They put their boards up. We measure it. I see what they're writing. Yeah. I get their opinions on the board. 
everybody the majority of people are all all good wearing the masks yeah doing it right i agree so, yeah um since we've been open since mid-june uh, in some capacity or another here i haven't had anyone complain uh. um i've been very impressed yeah um, a lot of people will come in the door with the mask on and pull it off the second they get in here and i'm always just like hey please out of respect yeah <laughs> that happens quite often but there, there's never like a oh I'm, you know it's, it's, yeah. it's just a habit people have of pulling the mask down well, a lot of guys don't know how to wear a mix you know they're down here and you know right. they don't know their nose is whatever yeah. so we yeah. had Chief Andy Mills on the show, remember? He's, his he, mask was the worst. Every time he'd open his mouth and talk, the thing would fall off his nose every time. <laughs> yeah, <guy>. we did. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like, trying. These masks here, they're, they're really good masks. I can't get them anymore. Oh, you can't? No. And, I mean, I right when this, this COVID hit, I got three, four boxes of them. And, uh, but I got a lot, of, a lot of use for these things, you yeah. know. And, yeah. And I'm starting to run out and. I can't get any more. It's like gold having those good yeah. ones like that. Yeah. And I, you know, the, the accounts try to take care of me because I buy a lot from them. You know, yeah. I use a lot of materials. And so I, they try to take care of me, but I can't get them right now. Hmm. I'm okay for a few more weeks. Wow. And so uh, is it difficult to uh, ship the boards right now? Are you having any problems with that? Uh, um, yeah. You know, airlines. Airlines shipping yeah. is shipping is difficult. Yeah, you know they they have their employee issues. They have their restrictions, their regulations, and uh, and uh, the price increases along with everything else. And you know they the guys come in there, they got their mask on, they're picking up stuff, they're trying to be careful. It's more work on them. But uh, Delta, you know Delta, we should do a lot of shipping with Delta Airlines. <laughs> Airlines are difficult. And then you know the the traveling of, of boards, any boards international, China, Japan. You know, we, s we just sent a big batch to Japan, and that worked out pretty good, relatively speaking. But shipping boards is difficult. Our surfboard's pretty popular in Japan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Well, I mean, because I look at this, and I'm like, what a piece of art. To, to put this, uh, to get it, for one, into a huge box <laughs> with a lot of padding. Yeah. You know? Well, we've had a couple of, we've had a couple of uh, prone paddle boarders on the show lately, and that just seems, you know, they... They seem to be carrying that thing on the plane, okay? Well, and the, but they're limited with the 12 foot. 12 foot, right. Yeah. Well, see, like you know? I just, I, I made a bunch of 19 footers for guys. Uh, Pat Shaughnessy, right. my, my daughter Kyla's boyfriend, we, he did Molokai and made him a 19 foot to paddle in Molokai. How do you get Oahu. a 19 foot board to Hawaii? <laughs> Very difficult. Pre-planning <laughs> the ship way ahead of time. What we did is, you know, those cylinder round cylinder tubes? You the big cardboard ones? Pour, pour cement into? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can get those things like an eighth inch thick. And they're kind of a masonite cardboard thing. Mm -hmm. Those are strong. So we got a 20 foot of that, cut a foot off. Now we got a 19 foot tube. Right. And this board fit right in there perfect with EPS foam stuff all around it. Hmm. And the thing is, it, it costs so much. To do the Molokai, you got to train for a year. Right. So you put a lot of time and energy into this. And then you got to ship the board over there. There are so many guys that ship the boards over there. They get there and the boards busted up. Right. right. Now that they're there, they got the motel, they got the boats, they, they got, got no the board. guys in the boat taking them out, following them. Everything's organized. Everybody's paid. They can't race now. Mm. So it, it was expensive getting that, but we guaranteed his board there safe. Right. He got his board there safe, and guys are looking at it. That's the way to go. Yeah. That was good. So the two, we finished that, corked that thing up, and looked at it and go, this is indestructible. Yeah, black. We, you know, it was a sh slow ship 
over there. It made it there. He had his board, and we're confident he had his board there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, some guys sitting there waiting for the board that night, waiting for it, wait, 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 staying up all night, then doing the race without sleep, you know? Yeah. Hectic. Do it way yeah. early, get it done. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that is um, Christian Fletcher used to tell me that he would fly to Hawaii and never put his boards in board bags or boxes or anything. He'd just get a Sharpie and write his name on it. <laughs> you know, nine out years. of ten times, it would make it. Was a real I, I was on the pro circuit years ago, and we tried everything. The best way to ship boards, take your leash off, don't put anything on it, take your fins off if you can, and give them the board. And you would watch them. You'd see this, and they'd top load everything. Yes. You pack it up really good. Really? They'd bottom load it. They'd abuse it. It's in a box. They'd kick it around. Right. Boards are getting wrecked. Right. Our boards, we all learned that the best way to ship boards is just hand them the surfboard, Take yeah. the leash off, wax all over it. Here, mm -hmm. they don't like it, but it hardly any problems with it. Christian yeah. Fletcher swore by it. Yeah, yeah. I often yeah. saw yeah. the guys in the airport probably saw it said Christian Fletcher, and they're like, "All right, let's take care of this one, put it on top." You know, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, because historically the yeah. the alleys go there and their boards are in two pieces. Well, you'd get a you get a surfboard in a big old box. It's a clumsy box. It's hard to di difficult to pick up. You don't know how heavy it is, so you go get a a cart to pick this up. You pick it. Oh, it's lighter than that, but you already got your cart. You get a little surfboard. You go. Care that easy, right? And the guys carrying are usually pretty interested in it, you know. Look at that, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, it feels fragile, yeah. so they kind of pay attention to it. I've told that to a few guys, you got to try that. They look at that, like I'm crazy. Goes, yeah, well, when Christian told me that. I go, You're crazy. He goes, No, seriously, <laughs> nine out of ten times that thing gets there without a scratch. There it is, best <laughs> yeah. way. I remember looking at a plane window one time, I saw my board out there. Oh, my board made it back. Next thing you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's flying out of plane, landing on the board. I right. took the train to San Diego once, and we had to change trains in L.A. And yeah. so they had this baggage cart next, leaning up to it, and we're standing there. We're like really concerned. We we're gonna surf. My brother had a key to Black's Beach, and we were gonna surf Black's. And we're staring at it, and all of a sudden, here comes my friend Jim Kirshner's board flying out of the thing. <laughs> it, made, it sounded like they rang a bell. It hit this metal cart. Yeah. It broke the nose straight <laughs> off. It. it was insane. Some of these guys abuse it. You know, I've I've sent boards to the East Coast, where. There's two forklift holes, forklift. Yeah. They put the board like this, the box like this, and then you. Yeah, right Just through. stab it. Yeah. And it's funny as hell to them, you know. And is that <laughs> for you as a manufacturer, are you insured for damages like that when you ship boards? You can, you can insure with company, but usually you don't. It's just too expensive. You but, just keep your fingers crossed. But, you know, two forklift holes like that, you send them the photo, and they go, oh, okay, okay, you know. Yeah. yeah. How'd that happen, you know? I mean, this guy forklift, you know, right in the through the box, through the board. Right. <laughs> so what's the what's the, go ahead, TC. So I was just gonna say, what what, what the pr your production? You're limited based on y your factory, I guess. Or where are you? Are you as, as, are you doing as much as you would like to do right now? No. You want to do more? No, I would like to meet. I like to come closer to meeting the demand. Yeah. So you can't really keep up right no, now. No. So uh -uh. You're saying. Yeah. Boy, that's a tough place to be in. You know. Yeah. Is that labor, materials, both? What's oh, it's a, uh, it's organization of business. But but I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, getting boards made overseas, whether it's China, Vietnam, Thailand, or whatever, is you know, years ago, I I believe in American made. I don't want to do it. All my all the major competitors were doing it, so I finally did it. And I did it with a few guys, few things, and uh, it set up in this this China factory, for example. They're the best and like that. So you'd set up in there. And right before you set up in there, you, you sign contracts, you're doing it, you're getting ready to do it. Now you're going to do it. Their main foreman left, took all the workers. So you 
and now this is the best factory over here. Yeah. These guys aren't. So now they're doing your boards. But you have a, yeah, I had a, a game plan of how to stop this, but that has happened all the time in China. Yeah. You know, the, the best factory was you, you follow the foreman around. All right, here, yeah. here it is, here it is. And so you got to be somewhat mobile and understand that. And, you know, if, you, if you're not sitting on top of the boards right, they'll make you jump. They'll add China product, China glass, China tough. resin, China everything, and just it's cheap junk and poor quality. If you demand quality and you're going to stay there and you're looking with a, long, a, a business who considers long-term a good thing, then, then you're in there. Then you can do it. Right. You can set up with those guys. You know, but you got to pay attention to what you're doing. you gotta, you got to go over there. Oh, I've I, been over there a lot, traveling yeah. around, meeting the guys, shaking the hands, getting to know you, and, and making your promises and your threats and your, your reality that, hey, I'm gone if this doesn't work out right. And, and, and they know who you are, and they know that you realize who the options are. You know, you set up right. But like right now, I, I have so many con contacts in China call me up and go, hey, I'd love to do boards, but I can't do them right now. I can't do them right now. You know, with this or this or this. And some guys called, you know, emailed me and said, yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're like this. And I know who they are. And I know they can't do it. But they're telling you this and send us a deposit. You yeah, know, so get the money. It, so it's, it's difficult business. And I, everything is so out of control right now. It's good to just be safe and clean and careful right now right keep yeah. stay healthy when you deal with china to make a change the ship steers so slow whereas in, when you walk out your office door you can make a change up the street pretty easy yeah you know yeah so the, it takes so long yeah. to make changes when you're dealing overseas and i like what you're saying about the american-made product too yeah yeah you know some guys are around the world there's some really good craftsmen and if you could hook up with a good craftsman overseas someone who who appreciates uh good clean business and, and it has respect those are the people to deal with and uh you're pretty safe with those guys right i got a question but CC. see like if a factory burns down yeah that happened again you know you hear you're on thailand next to you know, this factory burns down yeah they're out of it or their blank warehouse burns down yeah they're over there in a three four five month backup production and you've made your contracts with these guys these guys these guys these guys it's difficult right yeah i remember when novak started making boards went to slovenia yeah. And the factory owed the government <laughs> some money, and the government just came and burned the factory down. They did. <laughs> yeah, they're like, see you later. <laughs> yeah, we'll you know, yeah. he, you know, he, Rich, Rich Novak learned on that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he learned a lot on that one. It's the reason he's not making surfboards right now. <laughs> 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 it's a rough lesson. Yeah. What's your question? Neil? Okay, so when we had uh, Doug Thorne, Bob Rittenhouse, and Harry Mayo that one day, that was an epic day, by the way. It was an epic day. For those three guys. Those are classic guys. That man. was classic. Now we we. We always we've asked you before, and that's our question to our seasoned guests. Oh, especially is the over seventy guys. Yeah, is uh, is their favorite? What was it? What's their favorite decade? But for some reason or other, I asked those three guys, what was their favorite day surfing? And you know what? What blew me away is each one of them had a story. They knew exactly what their favorite day was. I mean, to the T. Yeah. They yeah. knew. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you, do you what is what was your what was your favorite day surfing? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, well, surfing there, the waves, there was no waves, but no. I, I got out there and paddled around. And that's the freshest in my mind. It was a beautiful day. It was glassy. It was hot. Yeah. I had my board shorts on. I was loving it. You know, I, I don't think so far back. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I I look back at today, and I didn't get in the water today, and I'm not happy about that. But uh, I, did. I, I got in. I got in with my daughter. Yeah. Kyla. Yeah. And we're out there just paddling. And my brother went out, too. So, Doug. Wow. So, we're out there having a... A family, family thing affair. is just paddling, loving it. That's yeah. awesome. We're getting all hot from the sun. We're diving in the water. We're, we paddle around the lane, went into the lighthouse 
that cove in there, just stepping up into the sand in there. Yeah. You know, a little sand in that cove. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, rare, no one goes rare in there. Day. Yeah. 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 Rare yeah. Day to go yeah it was cool in there, you know. That's neat. Well, as I recall, Bob usually says it's this decade. Yeah. He's consistent. <coughs> Excuse me. That's been normally what you would say. Yeah. You got to take that call. Is it a custom board order? Okay, I'll call you back. <laughs> I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hey. You. you all good? You good? You good? Kyla, how you doing, honey? <laughs> this is Neil. You're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> sorry. You got to take sorry. that call. Daughter calls. <laughs> Daughter calls. You take the call. Yes. But I, as I recall, you always, when we would ask you, hey, what's your favorite decade? You're like, right yeah. now. Yeah. You're in the moment. I'm in the moment. I just, you know, it's just, I, I, st I still hardcore surf. I love it. Any, you know, you some guys ask me to you still surf, and I look, and I go, what? Any bother going issues? Well, you know, I had, when I turned 40, I had a bad back, and I couldn't surf for a year and a half, but that's all good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm secret, good. Bob? For somebody out there that wants to know. Stay passionate. Just keep moving. Yep. Get keep up. Moving. Keep going. Keep Rolling stone grows no moss. That's meal. right, buddy. That's right. Yeah. Keep moving. Yeah, have a good day. Well, and you hustle. Oh yeah, I work hard. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't really. You don't stop. No. <laughs> that's, no. Maybe that's the secret. I love. I love getting eight hours of sleep. I love getting up in the morning. I love going to work. I love coming home. Love e eating, jump in the water. I, was, I know. I was going to ask you. What year was that when you were when you saw uh, you were with um, Bill Romanowski? Yeah. And you. Yeah. And you went down to see Laird do this paddleboard thing. Yeah. And you, and you guys surfed, yeah. and he didn't show up, and eventually you saw him on the, you saw him off in the distance, yeah, uh, on a paddleboard. What the f is this guy doing well, on a board paddling? Romo, it? Laird, and I are friends, so we're all gonna go surf together. Romo and I from up here, we go down there. We Laird's gonna go surf with us. We go to Laird, pick him up. He's busy for about a half hour. He'll be out. A little doom is going off, so so Romo and I go surf. But after an hour and a half of surfing, we're kind of burnt out. We ride on in, sit down on the beach, and here comes Laird paddling out on this uh, tandem board with a oar in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, I look at him, and I'm loving it. I'm, this is, how cool is that? First time you've ever seen this. First time anybody's ever seen anybody yeah. standing on a on a what surfboard. What year was that? I don't know. Right. And so he's paddling out. And I, I'm amused. I go, that's so cool. That's so cool. And he goes up, fits right in the lineup, and takes off in a couple of waves. And, and I'm a good surfer, and uh, I couldn't make it through to the second point. And I had some really good waves, and I couldn't make it through, couldn't make it through. He got out there, and he made it through this wave. And I thought, how lucky is that? Then he went out and did it again, did it again. I went, <laughs> what the hell? And that paddle, he was able to accelerate through a section with that paddle. And uh, then he saw us, and so he faded and he's heading towards us like this runs up is hanging five steps off on the beach a little way comes up talk to us i go let me try that <laughs> so i went out there and tried it and it was difficult but i was seeing fish and i was seeing everything and i go this is kind of fun i'm not interested in it but this is kind of fun that night i thought of it and i was i couldn't believe i heard everywhere what exercise and yeah. then i was seeing fish and i went boy when it's flat this will be a fun thing to do and great for exercise. So I came home, built myself a board. And at the time, we there was no word. Stand-up paddleboard word didn't exist. Right. And so we came with this hoi uh, nalo hee, which means stand up with a paddle in your hand, surf, a wave. 
<laughs> and so we call our boards hoi nalo hei. And that's what we did. So we're making these. We made them for about a year and a half. Made Laird a bunch. We're, we're getting on these things. Next thing you know, stand-up paddling became popular, and everybody's doing that. So we started calling our board, like everyone else, stand-up paddle boards. But I thought I'd never take them in a wave. And uh, I thought when the surf is good, I'll never do this. And I kept refining my boards, refining my boards. And, and I got a board now that rips the hell out of good waves. I mean, it just, I mean, I, I take on a good wave, you know, and I, I start to lay an 18 foot, you know, and 10 foot and everything and fade it and bring it back around, hit the lip, cut back roundhouse. It just, it turns insane. I have a lot of fun on it. Yeah. I'd rather longboard, but I mean, I love surfing, but I surfing and snow skiing, I'd rather do both. And uh, doing both of those is just way better. Yeah. And so I like to snow ski and I like to surf and I like to stand up paddle. And I, I see these guys foiling and I like to do that, but I don't have time and energy. I like kite, I, I drive by the kite borders and I don't look at them. It looks <laughs> too damn fun. <laughs> Seeing those guys doing that, yeah. I don't have the time to do it. No, I don't no, have time no. for another sport. You right, know? right. I'm yeah, not snow no skiing enough. I'm not spending enough time doing some surfing as much as I want. So. Right. And you also have uh, an amazing paddleboard business. Yeah. Uh, that we should probably talk about because uh, we had uh, uh, Kaylee on the Ky show. Kylan Winter. Kylan Winter. Winter was yeah. On the show. And uh, Ara McKinnon was on the show. Both great local paddlers. Yeah. Both have won the J race, right? Did she yeah. win too? She well, won too. Yeah. yeah, she and did. She won yeah. the J race. And they both couldn't say enough about your boards. Well, what Kylie did in China, yeah. you know, in the Olympics, was just mind blowing. Right. She, she only went to the two uh, Aussie girls. And these two Aussie girls are about the world. No one comes close to them. I don't know if you saw the finish. No. You didn't see the finish. She sold us. There, the was, there was three like this. She was in the middle and ahead that far. She hit the beach first, but the other girls jumped off Yeah. first. And when you jumped off, they started running. They ran ahead of her. So it was first, second, third. She got third. But she hit the beach first. She was a stronger paddler, not as good a runner. And, and she didn't have any water. She lost her water bottle, I think. Was the there was all kinds of things. Right. She didn't really have to spend a lot of time on the board. She loved the board. It was a great, it was a great race board. Right. Yeah. Hmm. She's yeah. a nice We're kid. Yeah, she's a nice kid. Phenomenal and nice. Just yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. couldn't say enough nice things yeah. about her ability. Her dad, Jarrett, just yeah. the, uh, amazing. Yeah. Swim coach of SoCal High. Oh, amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. an animal. Yeah. He's a paddler. Yeah. yeah. I made him a bunch of, bunch of boards. paddle boards, too. Yeah. So uh, let's get back to the business because I know people watching might be interested and we always want to let them know how to reach you. I Google Aero Surfboards, I'm sure is a good start, but uh, websites, phone numbers, they can just call and set up an appointment to get a custom board shape? Absolutely. Just call and the I factory. And I, and I think don't be scared to because Bob will take, I mean, I'll, I confess, I, you remember I took my, I took uh, yoga teacher mm -hmm. um, from Hot Harley? Elevation. No, no, no. Hot Elevation. Mm -hmm. Jeanette. Oh, Jeanette. I took Jeanette in there. And she was scared. I don't want to. I've got to talk to a surfboard shaper. No, I don't want. I don't know what I'm talking about. I go, just go. And I and I went in there with her. Mm -hmm. I took her. Yeah. Held her hand. And she was blown away that he spent an hour with her. Hmm. And there's another guy the other day. I mean, so don't be Did afraid. You got Guy Kawasaki in there, too? Oh, Guy. Well, he, he wants to have lunch. He's been in there a lot. <laughs> he wants breakfast and lunch <laughs> and dinner in there. Guy Kawasaki yeah. is. You know, it's a. Uh, I turned to the car. I get a, someone calls that they'd like to get a board. I say, all right, do you want to order it over the phone or do you want to come in and meet and sit down and talk? And I show you the factory. We, we can uh, and they go. Yeah, I'd like to come in. However, it goes. And then I tell the tell the people bring your board. Yeah. Br yeah. I want to see what they're writing. I want to see how they relate to it. 
you know, this thing, how's it paddle? How's it catch waves? How's the stability? How's the speed? How's the turn? What's the main thing you want it to do better? Mm. You know, so there. To me, that's amazing. It's like commissioning an art, you know? It's like being involved in the before through the entire process. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such an amazing... Well, I remember I, when I was a kid, I went to a shaper with like four pages of designs and measurements. Every foot I had a, a caliper, and I want this, 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 this. And it was because I, I measured about 40 different boards and wrote them all, knew what I wanted, took the best of this board, this board, this board, took him to him, and he got pissed off and told me, go away, little kid. <laughs> you know, I, it, it was pages of, of measurements, you know. Scott, <laughs> this has been you since day one. Yeah, so I got, did it myself, so. Guy always, guy always says, he sells his board. I keep telling you, he's selling his boards too cheap. Well, you he better should. raise guy's price for sure. Right? <laughs> right? Do, guy. Are, are you, if guy. you're watching, guy, <laughs> prices just went up. <laughs> Is that true? Does a guy say that? Yeah. No, no. You know, he, he, I know he does. Well, yeah. Surfboards have always been um, underpriced for the labor value, what it's, what's it put into them. Surfboards are way underpriced. Absolutely. You know, uh, some boards are junk and they have a low price and that's fine. Some boards put a lot of time, energy into them and the probability of them being good are, are really high. And so those boards should uh, get a better price. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. cars. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's expensive yeah. cars and they're expensive for a reason. <laughs> there it is. You know, there it is. Normally it's performance. Yes. Normally it's the quality yes. of the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. And I think exactly. the garage guys have kind of ruined yeah. that a little bit. It is. It's uh, there's a lot of garage shapers. You know, there's always been. It's shaping. A lot of guys like to get in and do their own, and that's all cool. And so a lot of guys garage shaping and putting a, a lot of volume out there. Mm -hmm. You know, and that lowers the price. You brought some really colorful boards. Uh, you've always had colorful boards. I mean, I remember when Skin Dog was your airbrush. You're doing colorful. You've you've had iconic surfboard designs and air paint. Skinny was the best airbrusher. He was phenomenal. Brent did this. Oh, he did. Brent is fantastic. Is it yeah. common for you? A lot of paint on boards right now. Yeah. Kind of, kind of coming back. So I know we went through this period where all boards were just <laughs> clear boards, black wetsuits. Yeah. yeah, you had to be cool. So. But it's getting into well, and also too, you know, living here in Pleasure Point, there's like no rules right now. I see guys riding square surfboards and stuff. It's t today. It's better than ever. I remember years ago. We were all on longboards, and I remember I, I was one of the first guys to get on a shortboard. It was like an 8.6. That was a shortboard. And I got crap from everybody. Not from everybody, from the few idiots, you know. Everybody, hey, that's cool about a few idiots. What do you think you're doing? And it's just like s snowboards, you know. Started that, next thing you know, guys are mad at you for that. Guys are mad at you for this, this, and that, you know. But it's the minority. But every t these days, everybody's, almost everything's accepted. Right. Longboard, shortboard, zigs, hybrids, just yeah. whatever, a little foamies. There's a lot of good guys out there who rip, who are on foamies having fun. Right. You know, it's all about getting out there and having fun. Guys are taking these wood boards out, floating these little hand things, and, you know, Steiny's out there laying on his mat, having fun. It's all right. good. Yeah. This is who you want to hang out with. Those guys are having fun. Those are the best surfers in the world, you know? Yeah. It, well, and it used to be, unfortunately, those same guys would be walking down the sidewalk and someone would throw an orange at them because they were so <laughs> weird, you know? And, so it's fun to see that in surfboards, and yeah. I guess going yeah. full circle, you're making all the above, right? Yeah. You, if somebody wants a square surfboard, hey, you'll make them a square surfboard. I'll make anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make any. I make it. I make everything. And My fact, I don't know of any shaper who does a bigger variety than I do. Yeah. I make the shortest boards, the longest boards, the, the, the widest. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the most different materials, you know, I made the 13 Hawaiian 
boards out of redwood. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, the, the 17 footers, 240 pounds each. And where are those boards now? 240 pounds each. Where'd they go? Yeah, that was some. Uh, the, a couple of my factory, a couple are here and there. They're all over. But Did some get yeah. sold to private clients? No, I, I'm not selling any of those. You still have them all. I have guys want to buy them, but no, they're there. No, we, we go on the sh we go on the road. We do a big old we, over in San Mateo that the Polynesian Festival. We go over there and do a big talk with all the boards and talk about the history of Santa Cruz surfing, the Hawaiian re related to the three princes who started surfing here on the West Coast. I could sell you a board right now. <laughs> all you go do is call Guy and say, Guy, you need a 12 foot long board for this what's going on out here and he will buy it. And pay extra? And pay extra. <laughs> If you call him up and say, guy, you need a 12-footer, it's sold. The 12-footers are all the rage right now? He needs one. He, I mean, I've been riding that 12-foot paddleboard. Guy's got, like the, this, you know? guy's got a quiver. He's got he's, a quiver. He's got a big one. He's got names on him. Well, he's, he names yeah, yeah. them all. He names them all. Yeah, he names them. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's so stoked. I mean, remember like a couple of months ago, he peeled off an old Doyle and like glassed it? And made yeah, it, yeah. Like, he's just he's yeah, peeling. He's just doing crazy stuff. Scraping rubber off revolved yeah. soft tops. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. The stoke is what... It keeps you alive, keeps yeah. your fire going. Yeah. And seeing customers who have that stoke just fires yours up, too. Yeah, you know, he's one of the guests, TC. TC, he's one of our guests that you leave here and you're stoked. Yeah. Because Bob is on the show. I you leave here, we're leave here, we're happy. I pants on for Bob. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love thanks, that. Bob, I love that coming on. that thanks, Bob, for coming on. That looks good. Thanks, Bob. Damn, where's my red pants? I got red pants on. Thanks for coming on the show, Bob. You bet. And uh, good time again, you guys out there watching on Facebook Live, Santa Cruz Waves. Thank you, and uh, yep. thank you, Bob Pearson. You guys can call Bob Pearson at the factory. What's the number of the factory? 831-462-2791. I gotta mention. Uh, let me sit there, Bob. I'm gonna mention a few the people that support the show. A couple of our big sponsors. We have great sponsors. Uh, I want to thank Chill Out Cafe. Great concert the other day with Jake Nielsen. Very fun. And you took, you hooked Jake up. Like yeah, he, no, I gave him a little shopping Yeah, he was, he was so thankful. Thank you, Chill Jake. Out Cafe, Beach Nest Vacation Rentals. Beach Nest, if you're going to come down here and stay, which you probably want to, check out the Beach Nest Vacation. Hey, and by the way, Beach Nest, don't. John over there at Chill Out Cafe yeah. where they roll the fatties. Yeah. Did you see him dancing up a storm? Yeah. He's, on, he's on video. He's on video, too. He? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, he was dancing. And by the way, I've got music tomorrow. i got music tomorrow with, J with also with Jake Nielsen and Alex Lucero oh. from The Deck. Awesome. And who else is sponsoring the show? Uh, Surf City Sandwich. Yep. Big kayak Fig. connection, too. You got a, got kayak, great yep. time to go kayaking, right? I know you miss Amber. Oh, I miss the Amber. I'm going to get one tomorrow, though. No, Friday. I'm going for an Amber Friday All at right. Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery. Awesome. I want to thank uh, People's Coffee. Of course. I want to thank Timmy from Pono. Absolutely. I want to thank Numa from Aloha Island Grill. Perfect. I want to thank Listing Stack for your earplugs. Oh, right? Justin makes great. Bob, you got earplugs all the time? No. No, he has a... He don't wear earplugs. He's got good ears. He ain't got shit. <laughs> and who, I, mean, I want to thank the Wave Clock. Uh, you can see a wave clock right across the street. I right, got one at home. It yeah. works great. Right. Uh, who else am I missing? I want to thank Sean Rovai from Farmers Insurance. How about Seabright Deli? Seabright Deli? Yes. I want to thank Jeanette. Jeanette, I'm, I'm going to be doing outdoor yoga. At J Street Park? At J Street Park. You can pop out and do it, you TC. I, got the, I know. I got the email today. Let's do it. So, so uh, Hot Elevation is doing yoga at J Street Park. Outside. Okay, we, got but it. Trust me, we need it too, yeah, right? We need it. We do need I it. I got the Pandemic 10 right Dude, here, I tell you what, I told Bob the other day. <laughs> I, have the, I, have a, I have a beautiful 9.6 paddleboard from Bob. People yeah. are like, God, that thing's beautiful. I mean, it's just bright yellow. It just sticks like a sore thumb. I got on the other, I got, I'm taking it out today. I got, I got on it. 
Like, fuck, what happened here? It doesn't a feel. Lower in the water? It doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> water is, it, a little is it taking in water? I goes, it ding, who ding my board for Christ's sake? Taking on extra cargo. Yeah. <laughs> The, ten, the pandemic the, 10. The extra, 10, the extra 10 pounds. <laughs> thing was like this, dude. <laughs> time, for, uh, time for an epoxy blend. Yeah. You know, Hang on. I need a 12. Screw guy. I need a 12 footer. This is why you need a quiver. Yeah. God See, damn. You need a bigger board now. Uh, 19 hits. Right? Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow with. Uh, Alex Lucero. Alex Lucero and uh, Jake Nielsen. Jake Nielsen. Oh, by the TC, I've got to tell you, mm. we've got three shows next week. <laughs> awesome. Back to back to back. All right. Uh, we have, oh, what's her name? I forget her name. But, oh, the mayor's coming on next week. Okay. And the mayor of Santa Cruz, Justin Cummings. And the gal, what's the gal's name? Apologize. I'll put it up on the on, okay. uh, so website we today. We three shows next week. Three shows next week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And Nick Lamb's coming on Thursday. Oh, Nick Lamb. Okay, we haven't had we have not had Nick Lamb on the show. No, I bet he wears a suit. I really? I'm just gonna say I bet he shows. He, I got okay. He might he, come on GQ model. We'll just all right, see. I'm we'll check that out. You guys, stay tuned to see what Nick Lamb wears. Yeah. Next. Okay. Next. Next. Next week. Thanks everybody for watching. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bob. Thank you, Bob Pearson. Woo! Got you all.